Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are now in the Cornwood Podcast, a sports podcast from Bellip Sports and the Bellip Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Cornwood Podcast. I am your host, Jerry Club, alongside my two amazing co-hosts, Mr. Matt Ordazzo at Big Wisp, and this new Twitter man. This dude had texted us and goes, I want to start a Twitter account. And I'm like, oh, God, let the chaos commence. And the fact of the matter is I haven't logged on to Twitter since Thursday, so I've yet to follow him yet, so I am a horrible co-host. Um, oh, ladies and gentlemen, too. Making making his quarter booth return to Tuesday and slash Monday shows, Mason Rutch, fellas, it's gonna be a quicker show today, obviously, because you know there's it's the dead zone, so basically we're gonna have like you know it's got a handful of topics, but they're fun ones. They're more of those speculative topics. Obviously, we're not on YouTube today. We're only on um, Apple Music and Spotify this week, so. Let's get it started. Uh, breaking news on Friday was that D Hop was going to be cut. He was officially cut this morning, um, according to Ari Mirov at My Sports Update. By the way, not shameless plug here. To please, an amazing person to follow during draft time, but also just during sports. Ari Mirov, I don't know whose gun he's got to somebody's head, but this dude always seems to have a scoop before Shefty, before um. Uh, what is it called? Before rap sheet, before any of these boys, it's crazy. <clears throat> anyway, sorry, I literally just ran like two miles before I came in here. Like my lungs are still catching from all the pollen and smoke in the air. I guess this is like a big house fire, like a half a mile from my house. Um, anyway, D Hop, we've heard all the rumors. Like I've heard like five different teams. I've heard Baltimore. I've heard New England. I've heard. For some reason, everyone, some people think Philly. I don't know why. I don't like. We just avoided calorie cap salary cap problems. Um, I've heard oh, fucking Kansas City. I don't know, fellas. The Jets, cut, man, cut. Where's he going? And Mason, I know you want to just keep saying your Pats, but if it's not your Pats, then who? Sure. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I, I think all of the teams uh, make sense in terms of 
you know, just personnel fit and whether or not he can contribute to the team. Um, I think the most logical choice or, or what most people would say would be the most logical choice has to be Kansas City. Um, they really don't have a solid wide receiver one option now that um, Juju's gone. Obviously, Tyreek left two years ago. Um, and and Kelsey's getting older, so you know Kelsey's really good, but um, he won't be that way forever. So, you know, tr- in terms of trying to cash in now and win as much as you can now, um, Hopkins to the Chiefs might make the most sense. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, and it's almost frustrating with the Chiefs because, like, I just don't ever foresee their Super Bowl window closing anytime soon. Like, we look at Buffalo where, like, their window's closing. It's time, It's getting time to pay players. They're, we're already seeing them lose some guys. Kansas City just lost, like, Tyree Kill, like you were saying, and they just, like, made it work with Juju Smith-Schuster and, and Kadarius Toney and everybody. So I agree with you. I think Kansas City's the most logical destination for him. They can pay him, and he would immediately be the wide receiver one, and you would think DeAndre Hopkins with Patrick Mahomes is just insanely scary. Um, I've heard the Jets, and I just don't really – I don't think it's going to happen. I don't I don't foresee that happening. I don't think it makes enough sense. Like, I mean, obviously I would love that, but it's not a need for them at wide receiver, so I don't think it's them. Um, I don't think he's going to go to New England or, or Cleveland. Like, the reports have been saying they're wild card teams. It's just like – it's to me, it's like DeAndre Hopkins is in his, what, like 10th season, 11th season almost? Yeah, 10th season. Can we stop with Cleveland being a destination? It's not – Okay, the only reason Watson went there is because one wasn't the Cosby Show filmed up in Cleveland. Jokes, all jokes. Sorry. <laughs> um, two, they threw him literally a guaranteed contract, a basically an NBA and MLB contract. Let's not pretend that Cleveland football is a destination. The Cavaliers are a better team. Fuck, I think the Indians, even though they're in last. Oh, Guardians. Sorry. Hmm. I think the Guardians, who are, I think are in fourth or fifth place, are still a better team. Yeah. So and, uh, and so are the like Columbus if, Blue Jackets. Shout out. Yeah. Well, it's like if you if at this point in his career, he's he's going on to his you know you know 32, 33, you know age season. He's going to want a ring. He's been with Houston and Arizona his whole career. He has not gotten anywhere close to a ring. He wants a ring. You're not going to go to New England right now to get a ring. You're not going to go to the Cleveland to get a ring right now. Um, I think. My prediction is I think he's going to go to Baltimore. I think they're going to pair him up with Odell Beckham, and I think that's going to keep Lamar happy, and I think that's going to be the route that they go down. I, I'm, I'm expecting, I should say, I, I highly am expecting to see the Ravens um, sign Odell Beckham. Not Odell Beckham, sorry, DeAndre. Yeah, my big four, in order. Four wild card as the wild card team is New England. I think somehow Bill could pull that out of his ass and say, hey, Mac, here. If you can't succeed with him, I'm cutting you or shooting you, whatever comes easier. And then three, because fucking Howie, Philly, because you can never count Howie Roseman out of fucking anything. He'll find some clause in somebody's contract to restructure Hopkins' deal just enough where they're under the cap. He'll play one year and move on. Two is Kansas City. It's it's like the uh, it's like the evil empire getting a third Death Star, man. It's just like, God damn it. Um... But hopefully uh, the Rebels and Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and all them boys and Joe Burrow know how to blow up the Death Star. Star Wars analogies for the win. Um, and last but not least, number one, I think it's Baltimore. I think the the, the fact that Hop and, and um, 
Lamar have been linked, the fact that OBJ is already there, the fact that they're getting him at a semi-decent rate. And there's just an open spot there. He's going to get the ball 10 times a game, even when OBJ's in it at the lit- littlest eight. And let's be honest, bes- <laughs> like besides Cincinnati, that's an easy walk into the wild card. Yeah, the East is going to eat each other alive. Anybody else just think the East, the best team from the East, going to have 10, 10 wins? Because the East might literally try to eat each other. Like it's going to be like nine and eight, 10 and seven, 11 and five, 10 and seven. It's going to be the records because they're all going to just beat the piss out of each other. And then there's going to be Baltimore and Cincy beating the crap out of Pittsburgh and Cleveland. The West, you know, they got two good teams. And then the other two, you just don't know what the hell is going to happen. And then in the North, it's like, you know, it's easy for the taking. So Baltimore to me makes the most sense. What's probably going to happen is Kansas City is going to just restructure somebody we've never heard of's deal, and they're going to magically find money for Hopkins. Or, spoiler alert, some fucking random-ass team is going to give him a ring, be like, hey, we'll uh, we'll throw you the bag. I, like some like fu- like San Francisco fucking throws him like a fucking bookend money. That That's exactly who I was about to say, Jared. Or, um, you also talk maybe fucking Buffalo? Like, seriously. Yeah, I, I just the back I of my head. With Buffalo, Buffalo it's just it's it's too crowded because you know Diggs after last season after the exit to Cincinnati that was pretty ugly in the second round was pretty upset, um, and I think we can all remember the Twitter outbursts about Dave Davis you know, couldn't get open. He's a three. Hopkins right. be a perfect combination because Diggs likes to stretch the field. Hop likes the underneath to mid level routes. I think it's a match made in heaven, but the matter of fact is um, Josh Allen's got to stop trying to kiss my future wife, Haley Steinfeld, unless she focus on throwing the damn ball downfield. Josh Allen, you're on my fucking X list now. I want Hassan Riddick snapping your elbow. I could see DeAndre going to Buffalo. I, I think I think it all centers around Stephon Diggs with that situation. Like I think, obviously, Stephon Diggs is the best receiver Buffalo has had. Probably You'd probably have to go back to you know Steve Smith or Andre um, Ware. Yeah, Andre Ware, but most recently Stevie Johnson, so I'm trying to say is probably their best receiver since like Stevie Johnson was for them. But I'm sure I'm missing guys. But I mean Stephon Diggs is is that guy for them. And I hot take, I think he isn't going to at least ask for to be out of Buffalo next year if they don't win the Super Bowl. Like I think he's another playoff exit away from asking to just be out. Cause I thought that was what was gonna happen this offseason. So I think one more one more second, third round exit, I think he's out of there. So I could see you know, DeAndre going to Buffalo in the sense of they're they're trying to keep him happy. They want to give him another weapon. They want to go all the way. And they want to maybe because I mean last year they were losing a little bit of offensive spark. You know, Josh Allen didn't look as he was without Brian Dabble, but give him more weapons as Josh Allen. Give him DeAndre Hopkins. That would just be insane. Still think it's uh Baltimore though. I, I agree, Matt. I just feel like we're on some music in the back. And we'll throw a beat. By the way, did I ever tell you guys a story? I mixed this shit hungover as hell, waiting to... I thought I was going to throw up. I was at a house party. I had to do this for a show. This was back when I was working at a moving company, so I had, like, my hours were weird. So it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm super hungover, and I just start hearing a... It was some rap beat with, like, a piano riff and some horns. And I heard this in GarageBand. I started slapping it together. I sent this to my boy Maserati. Dude literally threw it together in a half hour with a rap beat, uh, with a rap lyric, and I'm like, all right, we got it set. 
But anyway, Hop, listen to this. Diggs is going to be a cowboy next offseason. It's not going to matter because they're going to have a they're going to have to replace Dak to freaking pay that contract. Um. And also, by the way, I have a hot take here. The AFC title game next year is going to be Cincinnati and Baltimore or Cincinnati and Buffalo. I think the Chiefs are going to get super fucking cocky and they are going to catch one there. And it's it's going to be like close. Like they're going to come down the field. They're going to score. And we're going to have like a Minnesota miracle kind of thing where Allen or Burrow yeets one to the fucking moon and somehow Chase or Diggs or maybe D-Hop comes down with it and takes it into the end zone, and that's it. At the NFC, it's going to be that team that plays in the north end of the city of brotherly love and then some other team from maybe the west, Seattle or San Fran, or maybe Detroit, because I think Detroit's going to surprise a lot of people if they can just keep their guys from fucking gambling. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 only, I still only see the Niners as a team that has any sort of potential to take down the Eagles when it matters the most in the in the postseason. I think the Lions are on their way to building something special, but I think right now an immediate contender for the NFC would be the Niners, like besides the Eagles. Um, Mason, how is uh, how would you describe Yadni Kajust? Because uh, he is now a Jet. I just need to know if he is durable. Say that one more time, Matt. Yadni Kajust, the, uh, your offensive lineman. He was a depth guy, I think, but yeah, I, I, I've heard the name before. I cannot give you a rundown on mm. him, man. I would assume that he will – I mean, do you think he's going to be a starter? No. I'm, well, I think he's going to eventually start for us because our offensive line is notoriously not healthy ever. So I think by default he's going to have to play a game or two or more. So I was just wondering if he's at, at – so if he's at least like a 75 overall or higher. Because <laughs> I don't know, man. But – uh. I saw that. Also, breaking news: I am Mason's first follower on Twitter. Could have Love been Jared, that. but he forgot. Love that! Shout out, Matt. Well, I will be Mason's second follower and third follower through the Corner Booth account. There we go. Um, I all right, so the last thing I'll say about this with the with the NFC and the AFC the total, I also have a weird feeling that the Niners caught luck in a bottle yesterday uh, last year. They won a lot of games they shouldn't like. They shouldn't have beaten Dallas. Dallas literally could have done anything differently, and they would have beaten them. And they should have lost like four or five games during that playoff stretch. The only game that they they definitely won and they won handily was that Seattle game where it looked like it was Geno's ball game and then they just kind of <laughs> and they've been talking so much shit about that Eagles game and I just the other day I was just like man if y'all put this much energy into freaking protecting your quarterback man it would have been so much easier for y'all to beat us but it's okay. We won't have to injure your quarterback to knock you guys out by 30 points, but see you guys in a few months. <clears throat> anyway, let's talk some basketball, kids. All right. NBA Finals is officially set. Cel- uh, Celtics were eliminated last night after a miracle run of three straight games where I swear 
I was thinking to myself, I'm like, fuck, if Boston does actually come back, I'm gonna have to hear it like it's the fucking 04 World Series all over again. But that beautiful man, Michael Jordan's illegitimate offspring, the man <laughs> who literally put in dreadlock extensions to fuck with NBA media for one day, still my favorite thing in sports. The man who hit it with Rachel Nichols, allegedly, in the bubble, Jimmy Buckets Butler. Oh, also the man who predicted that Cat was a bitch. Hey, man, he, he didn't do anything, bro. It was Caleb Martin who who ended the Celtics season, bro. <laughs> it was not that man, Butler. No, Butler is just the engine that drives that machine. Oh, for sure. Totally agree there, but... but uh, It's his attitude. It's his leadership. That's why he I, I gave him all that credit. That's what made it so infuriating for me to watch is because Caleb Martin is just... I mean, I guess Butler finished with 28, Martin finished with 26, but um, that was pitiful, man. I mean, Boston probably got it down to like six, I guess, like in the third quarter. And then after that, they just, they could not get it down any closer, man. And and that was just sad. Crushing. See, my, my favorite like thing about this whole thing was <laughs> my mom's, I, I uh, my mom came upstairs and she's like, hey. You watch the game, I get some of my second screen. So why is on your first one? I'm like, Tatum's already injured. <laughs> right. She goes, Oh. I was just like, Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'll keep it on, but it's like, like I'm watching Lord of the Rings Extended Edition right now, and then I got like Sunday Night Baseball on the other screen. Like, dude, I'm good. Like, this is like not even that. It, like, then the Celtics start coming back, so I start like leaning over. I'm like checking. I'm like, Oh. And then, yeah, it just kind of. I'm um. I'm very well, be, especially being in the you know the Northeast, the tri-state area. I'm very happy. I don't have to hear the Boston fans up here um, coming back from the down 0 and three, winning four straight like the 04 Red Sox against the Yankees. I I thank God I don't have to hear any more of it. Um, Miami has been fun to watch this this whole playoff series. I mean they they did the unthinkable. They took out the Bucks round one. Um, they they did what everybody expected them to do. They moved past the Knicks, but then they get to the Celtics and they were given a three percent chance to win that series. And they start off three and zero. Then they go zero and three. So it's three and three. Game seven, they finally get it done in Boston, just like flush out their hopes all. So now they're going into Denver and they got like an eight percent chance to win the whole thing. But I'm just loving Miami so far. This whole series, just find the odds, being the underdogs they are, and just getting through. And what's fun about this is that there's not even a super team like. You have Jimmy Butler, and yeah, you got Bam Adebayo and Caleb Martin and Duncan Robinson and everybody, but there's not. That's but not, like uh, Caleb Rob, Caleb, um, whatever his fucking name is, and fucking Duncan Robinson, Tower Hero, they're role players. The yeah. only and Kyle Lowry's been kind of demoted to a role player. Big Thickums, he's not a a, a star. Huh. Bam's a Bam's a proxy star, like he's a B tier guy, but like he's a great B tier guy. The only alpha on the team is Jimmy Buckets. And you go over to the other side of the of the thing to hop on your point. Jamal Murray's a B plus star. Aaron Gordon's a B minus level I just, star. And then you yeah. have a bunch of role players, and then it's Jokic. I fucking love it. it. It feels like the old school NBA we grew up with. Also, yeah, by the way, Celtics, this is for you guys. <laughs> oh, busted. <laughs> Do you know no shame? Yeah, I mean, shifting to, like, thinking about the finals that will start here in a couple of days. Um, I mean, kind of like you said, Jared, this is like big media's worst nightmare. 
Um, two small. I mean, I guess Miami's kind of like a middle-ish market. Same with Denver. Like a transient market. It's mid versus mid. If you want to really get technical. Exactly. So it's like you know they were probably praying that Boston would get in simply because you know they would have at least one big market um, and one of like you know if not the biggest ban- you know basketball kind of market in terms of winning in history. But um, yeah, I feel like my you know. People have said this probably in every single series except for the New York series, but I, I don't think Miami stands a chance. Um, simply because no one will be able to shut down Jokic. I mean, if Anthony Davis can't shut down Jokic, I really you know have a hard time believing the combination of Adebayo, Kevin Love, um, you know, maybe Duncan Robinson, you know, helping on defense like. I, I just find it hard to believe that Jokic will not have his way. And so, you know, barring like a Jimmy Butler, just insane kind of like run again, I think Denver should probably win in five games, maybe six, but. Did I see a stat when Kevin Love is held? No, I'm sorry. I cut you off and I feel like a dick. I could keep. I'm so excited to make points that like we're talking a sport other than baseball and NFL offseason headlines. Um, fun fact: I, I believe Kevin, Lo- when Kevin Love is healthy, the team he's playing for is undefeated in the NBA Finals, or I believe in the playoffs. I can't remember the stat. Like my my uh, my coworker told me this, and I was like, I have to fact check that. But like that sounds interesting. That K Love when he's healthy is like the deciding factor. Mason continue. Yeah, I mean. Uh- like I was kind of saying, I just, I, I feel like, you know, I mean, and they've said this in every single Miami series up until this point that, you know, they're just, you know, not supposed to be here. They have, you know, mismatches everywhere on the floor. Um, you know, the, the talent sort of disparity is really huge, um, you know, and they should just flat out get outplayed. And I guess they've made it this far to their credit, but I just feel like, the gauntlet that Denver has kind of gone through, I, I just feel like I don't I don't see a way in which they can lose. That's kind of my thinking because Jokic is just like on another planet right now, and they've had time to rest. So it feels like, I mean, I I really wouldn't be surprised if it's a sweep, but I feel like Miami will just gut out like a game or two, and that's the only reason why it won't be a sweep. Fair. You guys are familiar with New York Porch Sports, the fake account on Twitter that posts like wild stories, but none of it's real. No, kind but that's not awesome. They uh, they posted something about Jalen Brown. So full disclosure for everybody that's listening and will be listening eventually. This is all fake news. This is not a real quote. This is just a parody tweet and is not at all credible. Um, but it's just a fake quote from Jalen Brown saying minutes after their loss. Let it be known Kyrie was right about this place. And Emotional Brown told the media, we got our backs blown out by playoff Jimmy, man. And while that's happening, my own city is booing me. This fan base will give Gordon Hayward 10-minute ovation. But me, a guy who gave them everything, I get their trash. They should have done that to KD. They should have done the KD trade. It was obviously fake, but it's just hilarious. They post all this crazy shit. And their their profile picture is like the same as the Daily Post or whatever in New York. So you just can't tell the difference. It's fucking hysterical. Yeah, I guess going off that kind of too, Matt, 
I think the Celtics, if they keep Brown and Tatum, they're going to owe the two of them like over, you know, combined, obviously, like over $600 million next year. So yeah. I think a, a lot of people just sort of, you know, and this is speculation, obviously, but a lot of people feel like they're going to choose one or the other. And I feel like it would, you know, everyone would probably agree that there's no way that they move off Tatum. I mean, yeah. there's just no way. Brown In that scenario, Brown would be the guy gone. Um, and I mean, yesterday's play did not help him in any kind of fashion at all. I mean, no. I know at one point he had more turnovers alone than the entire Miami Heat team. And this yeah. was like in the third, maybe it was the fourth quarter, early in the fourth quarter. I can't remember, but yeah, he played off. Boston definitely in the NBA is the, is one of the teams that's that's finals window is is starting to close because you're going to start to get to that point where you're going to have to start paying guys that's on the team right now and making big decisions. You want to, you know, what are you going to do with, you know, players that are coming up on contract years? But I give them another year of trying to get back in the mix, but their window's closing for sure. And they've got to win soon. Otherwise, they're going to be going for another three, four year reset with some roster building. <clears throat> they My biggest thing is like maybe I got a trade for you, Boston. How about I give you guys a big man who has no problem being a beta, can sit on the bench for half the game, chuck up a bunch of threes, attack the basket, get rebounds. All you got to give us is Jalen Brown and a first-round pick. <laughs> that would or, be I mean, I, I think I think a likely <laughs> trade, like a, a team like Memphis, dude, could, oh, yeah. could absolutely use a guy like Jalen Brown. So, you know, if Memphis sends, you know, Desmond Bain – Brandon Clark and maybe like a pick or two, you know, and the Celtics send like Jalen Brown and I don't know, like Derek White or like a maybe, you know, a little bit, you know, maybe like a like a Grant Williams, someone like that. I think that absolutely goes through that extends your finals sort of like winning timeline. Like that just kind of works for both teams because Brown has been open about the fact that he's not crazy about staying in Boston. And I think the front office now is too, you know, it, it's too up in the air with what you're going to get from this guy on any given night. It's like 190 might go for 50 and play great. And then, you know, in a game seven, like last night, I mean, this dude had 19 points, eight rebounds, five assists, and, you know, double digit turnovers. So... And, and I personally don't think he's three hundred. He's worth over three hundred million uh, dollars. Uh, so, so that could absolutely work. And I know Memphis, you know, they're trying to win too, right? I mean, they've got way too much talent to waste if they can keep uh, their superstar on the floor and not acting like an idiot. Fair enough. I'm also just holding out hope because I built this trade in my head. I hope it goes through that the. Um... Timberwolves send Cat uh, to the Knicks for Julius Randle and a buttload of picks and maybe a, just a shooter off the bench. And I would be the happiest kid alive because Randle would be the perfect two for Gobert and uh, Edwards. And he does not need to have the ball in his hands every fucking play. And he can still drop 20 and grab 10 rebounds. And he's not a bitch. Oh, sorry, I'm not going to use that word because it's, it's not nice. A spineless weasel. That is what I, a spineless weasel, Kardashian adjacent. That is what I'm going to call him. 
Do either of you guys know if like this free agent class has any big names? No, I think most of the moves are gonna be uh, trades. Okay, gotcha. At least that's what I'm like. What I've heard, I haven't heard any big. Unless I think KD might be a free agent, but then he's a free agent every fucking year. Who fucking? Uh, I mean, well, even if he was, dude, I I think that people have they have made their conclusion on that loser. Like that that dude, his better days are behind him. Oh, I think Harden's a free agent. That's who it is. Yes, yeah. no, you're right about that, Jared. But I, I don't think I, I remember like a week after the loss to the Celtics in game seven, it was you know, they put out that he was eyeing Phoenix. Would just and that would just be so hilarious. That would be so ridiculous. But um yeah, I mean I've been seeing a lot that he's uh he's interested in coming back here. So I think that would be interesting for the Rockets to add him. I mean, obviously the Rockets aren't going anywhere anytime soon, but um you know, I think it'd be good for him to come back here and uh, win some people back over because I think people were were very upset when he when he left. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of a downer, man. That there's not too many big name free agents. I got the list up right now. So the top players right now are Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Chris Middleton, Kyrie Irving, Kristaps Porzingis. And then you've got D'Angelo Russell, Kevin Love, Draymond Green, Fred Van Vliet, um, Jerome, Jerome, Karis LeVert, you know, Derrick Rose, guys like that, Brooke Lopez, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart. So it it, it gets down, you know, Dylan Brooks, I'm sure he'll go somewhere real quick. Um, But yeah, no, the list really falls out after that. Like the biggest name after that is Seth Curry. So. I mean, I guess, you know, adding to that, you know, I, I heard you mention uh, Draymond Green, Matt. Yeah. Today, you know, the – I guess he's – I think he was GM, right? Bob Myers of the Warriors. Yeah, he's just dipped. He's step, down. stepping down. So, I think – I mean, look, nobody's getting younger, man. Nobody on that team is getting younger. Steph can still play at a high level, but – um. They did not look good against the Lakers in a lot of those games. And, um, you know, Poole, I mean, just bad this playoff run. Uh, Wiseman is nowhere to be found. Kaminga barely played. So it's like, I think that's another kind of not talked enough about story is like the state of the Golden State Warriors. Um, I feel like that roster is going to look completely different next year and i mean i i personally i think the window is is closed i don't think that you're gonna win with the currently constructed team barring like you know they add lebron james like quite literally i i don't think there's anybody that they could add that would put them like over the top at this point in time nobody that's a free agent i don't think um but it definitely would have to be just like some sort of big time trade um yeah but yeah, I, I feel the same way. I think their window is, I think their window closed after this season. And I think it's going to be a couple years until they start to get <laughs> back in the mix. At least they had the coach. They they got the coach down. There's, you already know there's nothing wrong with Steve Kerr. Um, but I, I would say Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are the only safe ones really, really on that team. Like I think I, I would see them just maybe cleaning house a little bit, trying to just add some new guys in, maybe take some flyers on some free agents. But I wouldn't be surprised if Draymond walks. Um, a lot of or just like a handful of those, you know, off off court uh, issues and practice and things like that yeah. with teammates. So I, I I could very well see them just wanting to move on from that. 
Yeah, I feel like they made the mistake of, you know, because when, when they drafted Poole, when they drafted Kaminga, when they drafted Wiseman, I think that was the 20 and the 2021 draft, all three of those dudes. Um, you know, the, the window was absolutely still open. I mean, they won last year. Um, and so I think it was a mistake keeping those picks, you know, drafting those players when you probably could have traded those those picks for – you know, something because all three of those dudes, I mean, w- Wiseman sucks. Wiseman's terrible. Um, Poole has not looked good. I mean, Kaminga's like decently promising, but Poole looks bad. Poole looks bad. And I think Wiseman is like, I don't even know what he, like what he's worth. I don't know if anybody like is even taking like a flyer on him in terms of like a, you know, multi-piece kind of trade. I don't know if anybody's doing that. <clears throat> see, his contract's low enough. You can probably throw him in as like a back end kind of thing, but I see what you're saying. There's, there's by himself, you're maybe pulling a, a second rounder in two years. Oh, I mean, if, if that, Jared, I, I think that like the Warriors, I think, are, are in serious trouble. Serious trouble. Unless, like Matt says, um, they're, they're able to kind of, you know, pull something out of their back pocket, man, and make like a blockbuster trade for someone who can really kind of turn things around. Um, because I mean, it, it, look, if you're rolling out there with with Curry, Clay, Looney, and like a couple of other guys, I mean, you're, I mean, you're you're lucky to like be playing in my mind. Um, I mean, no way you're a top six seed in the NBA in the West. No, absolutely not. And what, the biggest thing to me is, like, the West is shifting. We've seen it already. We saw it, like, you got teams like Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Memphis, who are here. They're, they're like, either in yeah. adjacent or they're in the playoffs. You know, and, and then Denver's you got teams. teams <clears throat> right, Denver's going to be good. And, and your Rockets are a year or two away. Like, let's right. be honest. They get hard same with the Spurs. The Spurs are probably and, three years away now. Yeah, I take that. Yeah. And then also, you're forgetting the Kings are here now. Right. Yeah, we're gonna lose the Lakers because the second they lose LeBron, that team's gonna implode like a like a freaking black hole. It's gonna just gone, and they're gonna do a mass exodus and a bunch of good role players and get past some good teams, and the cycle returns. But like, what cracks me about all of this is that the Warriors had a shot the last forty, like the last seven years, to just just running. I say 2020, 2021, the year before they won the title. Curry was hurt, Clay was hurt, Clay was hurt, Draymond was hurt. Just they, 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 they understood. But I think last year's title was it. That was the bookend. I think none of those guys are winning another title again on that team. Now, if like Curry, which he'll never leave, but if Clay leaves, he might win a title somewhere else. Draymond, same thing. It's like, but watch, we're gonna say this, and they're gonna go get like fucking LeBron in free agency, and then it's like, oh great, here we go again. Another spineless superstar going to the Warriors. That I think that would. I mean, because people have forgiven him, you know, for for going to Miami. I think for the most part, I'm forgiven um, for going to LA. Oh, really? Okay. He made me hate so, LA. Yeah, I, I I feel like if he were to go to the Warriors, man, and they were to win again, I think people would would show start him. calling him half titles. He'll finally get his fourth because he only has three and a half. Exactly. Yeah, he's got one. He's got one with an asterisk right now. 
Also, the only reason I'll back KD is because KD has become like Diamondbacks fan number one. Like he goes like every other game now in Arizona, so I will back him because he roots for my baseball team. It's the same reason why I will always back like Mike Trout and Bryce Harper because like Bryce Harper res- re- like recanted his Cowboys fandom and became an Eagles fan when he got signed with Philadelphia. I was like, all right, Bryce, I like you now. I used to hate you, but now I like you. So there you go. But I don't know if it, any of you uh, saw this or not, I read somewhere that there's apparently many NBA insiders or maybe just front office people that believe that Alonzo Ball may never play NBA again. Wow. Oh yeah, man. Why? What? What is like his thing? Like, what's the condition? That, that knee is shot, bro. It is. Yeah, it I was thinking it was shot. like yeah. nice uh, little. Uh, I'm yeah, trying to trying to twist it. Yeah, like honestly, yeah. I have the I have the mustache. Like, I could definitely do it. <laughs> If you shave yeah. everything else, Jared, you'll look like the ultimate millennial, dude. Yeah, the problem is I, I, I have, like, the political views of, like, a fucking boomer from backwards Tennessee. So, <laughs> if, I, if I saw you at the range with that type of mustache and you were shooting a gun off, I would have thought you were just immediately like a Southbury cop. Yo, I actually know there's a cop from, like, fucking Middlebury or Southbury as it was. I was like, this I actually know him. He works out of my old gym. He's a good dude, actually. Um... Yeah, actually, you know, it's so funny. When your buddy has a private range, you, I've actually never been to a shooting range, and I've probably busted off at least 2,000 rounds already in my life. I just never have been to a range. Wow. never needed to go. I have two friends who have private ranges, so I literally just go to their house. I text them, like, hey, can I go to the range? They're like, yeah, I'll come down and hang out for a little bit. You can shoot as much as I want, though. I'm like, sweet. Just drop off a six-pack in the door. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with this the rest of the night. This is happening. Um, All right, moving on. As we get to like next up, so all right, we're gonna talk NBA finals obviously during our Thursday show with Parker, DJ, and the boys. Any things you want to see happen? Obviously, we like Mason already said there's no way in hell the Miami Heat win this, which I, I respect that pick because that's just Mason, you're a logical human being, and I respect that. And, and I'll add, I'll add to it after you guys get your takes, but but I think I'm not just making to- a pick until Thursday, obviously, but I would you're- love for Miami to win. I think Jimmy Butler would literally like do a Thanos snap afterward and cat and um, Tobias Harris and, and all the people who have wronged him will just disintegrate into dust. And I think it'll be amazing. But at the same time, I'm kind of just like, all right, well, you know, Jokic is just, Jokic he's just, fucking, he's just too awesome, just, man. His like, brothers just ripping off AK rounds at, on their farm after they win would be hilarious, too. Yo, Jokic is just, like, too otherworldly in my mind to just, like, I, I think that would just kind of, like, that would be great for him. Um, You know, he, and that would kind of, you know, seal off, like, his career, man. Two MVPs. Really should have won it this year. I think if you ask a lot of people, um, you know, didn't win by like, you know, demanding a trade. Um, you know, they didn't really add like a whole bunch of just like free agent talent. You know, he 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 won it the right way. You know what I mean? He didn't demand. He won by demanding an extra large pizza. <clears throat> And, and and he's just I mean like I like I said he's just so much fun to watch man he is such a freak that um, some things that he does on the basketball court are just like unreal um, and and so yeah I just I I just I don't see how they lose this man I really do not um, 
Any thoughts, Matt? No, I mean, so I, I'm, I'm going to stick with the underdog. I'm going to go for the Miami one. I'm not, that's not saying that I think like they're 100% they're going to win this thing. I, I think this is a, a Denver's finals to lose, but I, I love the underdog story. I love Jimmy Butler as a, as a Bills, as a Bulls fan. Um, so I would say I have a soft spot for him. Um, so I, I'm, one thing I would love to see is I would just love to see Jimmy Butler get a ring. Um, however, I think this is going to be a Denver series. And for any anybody out there that's into this kind of stuff, you know, when you go down the logistics and everything, I mean, Denver's on what, like a week's rest? And Miami's going to be on like a two-day rest. They got to fly out from Boston. Now they have to go out to Denver. Um, so Deal I definitely with the think... the altitude, man. Yeah. You know, so let's not forget about that. I, I want the Heat to win, and I want Butler to get a ring. Um, but I I could just see Denver running away with it early, just because of that. Just the rest. I mean, but at the same time, it could very well backfire in their case as well. We will see what's going to go down with that. Yeah, I I think the other thing too is that for sure Miami is the is the better un, unless you're you know a New York Knicks, Milwaukee Bucks, or Boston Celtics fan. Miami is absolutely the the better, you know, feel-good story, right? 100%. And I think people are pretty divided on Jokic in that. <clears throat> I don't think there's anybody who discounts Jokic's play on the floor. It's just a lot of people from the sense that I get have issues with his fans and that they are uh, so obs- obsessed with, like, the statistical part of the game. Um, and, you know, are, are, have just convinced themselves that Jokic is, you know, in and out, you know, by and large, the most valuable player in the league, uh, simply because he, you know, absolutely stuffs the stat sheet. Um, and, and so I think people are divided on Jokic simply because they find a lot of his fans pretty annoying, um, and maybe kind of find them to just be like, for lack of better words, just like nerdy. And they don't like that kind of perspective of the game. They just like basketball, maybe. So I, it's pretty interesting. I'm the, the thing that I'm looking out for most for this finals is after it's all said and done, it doesn't matter really who wins. Um, I, I'm very intrigued to see the viewership numbers um, and, and see if there's a fall off from last year, if more people tuned in, because I think the NBA is in – a very interesting spot um, in terms of just views and, you know, we kind of touched on it earlier, but just like the, the teams and like those respective markets that are becoming better are kind of almost like not bad, but like counterintuitive for like counterintuitive to what the NBA probably wants in that they want to generate revenue and have the big markets play all the time. And, you know, have them on national TV and, and all of that. So I, I'm looking out for a lot of things. No, I'm for it. <clears throat> I love how I can't, like, DraftKings is basically just crashing when I'm trying to place a freaking parlay bet. Um, <laughs> see, I have to keep doing things while, like, you guys are ranting so I can actually listen. Because if I don't, like, my I just start doing random shit on the camera and I don't want to distract you guys and, like, my ADHD start kicking. Um... This fucking offseason be fucking weird. Um, I'm just excited. I want to see some like crazy like dunks and like 
like Bam out of bio and Aaron Gordon just being freak, the freak athletes they are. I want to see Jimmy Butler get in a fight with somebody. I just want an entertaining series. That's all I ask. Yeah. For. That's all I want. I just 100%. want fun. I want I want this series to like tell the NBA to go shove it with this whole superstars only series because we may very well have in a few years a fucking Cleveland Cavaliers Minnesota Timberwolves NBA finals. Like that could actually be a thing. Or Oklahoma City versus fucking I I, I don't know, Indiana or like I mean, you know, Sacramento versus um, Detroit Pistons. (laughs) Detroit is coming. You know, the Lions have to win a damn title before that city can be like redeemed. I mean, who's a decently good up and coming? I mean, I don't know. You know, uh, Hawks. Yeah. yeah, but they it's it's sounding like they might deal Trey Young. So so how yeah, I mean Jared, Pelicans. how about you know Cavs, Sacramento Kings, man? You know, the oh, world I, would, would I would love that out. shit. Are you kidding me? Swiper versus Colin Sexton? Holy shit. Yeah, Twitter that, Twitter would implode. alone would just get me involved. It it would implode if they had to watch Cleveland versus Sacramento, California play. But, but I mean it's Sacramento. like if it's entertaining, it's entertaining. Arena. If there's not stars, why does that matter? Dude, there that is a lit arena. Like I watched game one when they played the the fucking Warriors. I was like, holy shit, my my TV shaking. Yeah. And, and let's not forget how how crazy those games would be uh when when Braun came back to Cleveland that second time, man, and they made all those finals, dude. Cleveland was not, yeah. you know. And, and if you watch baseball it. and you watch the Guardians, I mean they they pack out those games. Those fans care. Um, you know, there's a reason why they stand behind the Browns after you know 30 years of just yeah uh, of just miserable play. I made I sent a joke to on Snapchat to Matt about I saw a dude wearing a Browns hat and a Notre Dame shirt, and hmm. I won't say it on air. I'll text it to you. I'll tell you after Mason. But I just look at this guy. I'm like. You must suffer daily, or you must just hate yourself in a nutshell. <laughs> he is the he must be the biggest Deshaun Kaiser fan. <laughs> I mean, Maybe, I just, that would be that would be good, Matt. That I would just be... looked at him. I'm like, so you hate but yourself? That, is that what I'm seeing now? That that is no. a sad. That is a very sad life. However, isn't it, Matt? You know he has he had to have been so freaking excited he creamed himself when like the Browns drafted <laughs> Kaiser. And all of a sudden, like he just turned out to be the quarterback he was, and he was like, "Damn!" Like it's like my college quarterback and my NFL team, and they just both just tanked. That's like what happened if, like, for some fucking reason, like the um, like the Eagles draft James Williams, my favorite uh, Miami Hurricane. He's our he's our all all pro free, or to Corey Couch, both of our two All American safeties. Like I, which could very well happen because listen, City Brown's great, but like. They have, like, let's be honest, Terrell Edmonds and Reed Blankenship were, were kidding ourselves. Those guys are legitimate starters. But anyway, like, I would lose my shit. I would get excited. Or we draft, um, what's the running back out of my, oh, um, uh, freaking, um, Henry Parrish. Like, like, like any of these guys. Like, I, I'd lose my shit. So I, I get it. I, I really do. So. Yeah, I mean, if my team listened to me and they took fucking, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. and or Jarvis Landry or Joe Burrow or any of those guys, I would have been having a great time. But no, nope. We took uh, we took guys like Stephen Hill. Nobody probably even knows who that is. Former second round wide receiver from like 2000 and 
12 or 14 draft. It was a fucking shit show. Oh. And Calvin Pryor after fucking Odell Beckham Jr. All right. Well, I want to do a little quick check in in baseball before we get ourselves moving out of here. Um, Aaron Judge is the best outfielder in baseball right now. The guy's just doing everything. He's hitting a home run every single game. He's making tight conge- uh, contested home run catches out in the outfield. That the ball that's like ten feet over the wall. This man is six foot seven, jumping twenty feet in the air to catch the ball. He's got the arm to throw you out at home plate from right field wall. Uh, he's doing everything. I I almost think he's actually outperforming his just fundamentals from last year. He's hitting for average. He's hitting home runs. He's making big outfield plays. Um, the man's doing it all right now, and I'm I'm loving every minute of it. They're finally 10 games over 500, uh, making a small push to get back into at least top three right now in that division. Um, other than that, Aaron Hicks is a Baltimore Oriole. Uh, Luke Voigt and Gary Sanchez were DFA'd. Gary was picked up by the Padres. Um, so a lot of ex-Yankees are flying around right now. Harrison Bader's back on the IL. I think uh, Rizzo is on is is got the day off again for some injury, and then you got Donaldson and uh, somebody else are making some uh, rehab starts soon. Tommy Canley. <clears throat> nice. Trying to get, I had so I had a I had a little cool little funny. Oh, by the way, folks, my fantasy football trophy finally came in. The Kenny <laughs> Pickett Award, and I'm sorry, the Nathan Peterman uh, trophy is here. Uh, it is a quarterback on the couch, and of course, this is Gunnar Hurts, 2022 champion. Um, so I'm very proud of myself right now. I feel great, uh, dude. I it's killing me. I had a little like cool like last minute like last call, and now I can't do it. It makes me so sad because I was like, shit. It was a good point, but we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about that uh, later. I, I'll I'll bring it up on another show. If you boys got anything else, man, I'll give some sh- sponsor shout-outs and we're rolling out of here. I'm trying to find it really quick because it's actually kind of interesting if any of you guys have heard about it. But have you guys heard about uh, the Tim Anderson personal situation? Oh, He's living God. a uh, – please, please, please educate the people who don't know. I'm trying to find the post that I read it on, but apparently Tim Anderson has been living a secret life and has a whole nother family on the side. And wow. it's apparently, I'm trying to read about it a little more. Um, apparently, like living a double life. I think he had a, uh, like he had another girl and possibly a child on the side. Um, I'm, don't quote me on that. I'm, I'm trying to find. I saw it on Twitter, but I'm, it's not popping up. So I got to look it up on Google or something right now. But it's just like wild. Like just. Uh, last year when he was the center of attention because of a Josh Donaldson incident. Um, and now he's the center of attention because he apparently has multiple things going on. Wow. But I, I can't find out about it, but I saw all over it. It's just like all over. It's not on Google apparently, but it's all over Twitter. Apparently he got caught with another woman and family on the side. That's like some like, like how a sports movie starts, like a sports comedy. It's like he has a second life and it's discovered. That was like the fun news of the day that I found. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Um, Other than that, guys, I, I'm, 
I got nothing else. I think it was honestly a pretty good short and sweet show today. Uh, congrats to the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights who will kick off the Stanley Cup final this week as well. Um, for those who don't know, our sponsor of uh, the uh, Belly of Sports, uh, DraftKings, is officially down on parlays. I had a great one, especially with Zach Galen being the anchor of my parlay, as he always is, and I can't even do it. Not happy. I'm just kidding. Listen, it's okay. It, 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 I, I hit a couple bets in a row. I got hot and I got a little too overly ballsy. And a couple same-game parlays and the fucking Celtics later, my, my hot streak ran out. Um, But anyway, shout out to our official sponsors, DraftKings, official sponsor, Belly of Sports. Um, use our link in the, in the uh, on the Belly Up website for, and also I'm thinking on every single Belly Up account's Twitter, for a uh, your first five $5 deposit and $200 of free bets. Can't beat it. Also, use it for maybe the NBA Finals and MLB parlay, a couple MLB parlays, you know. Uh, also, to uh, Yeats, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast, promo code Belly for 20 for 10. Uh, no, promo code Corner Booth for 10% off. Candidates, official sponsor of Belly Sports, the Corner Booth Podcast, and people like me who are degenerate dippers everywhere. Uh, promo code Belly for 20 for 20% off. And of course, Mauler Rose, promo code Belly for 15% off. My polo is in the on the way. My, I got the blue camo. They are custom made to fit you. Uh, I actually had a style actually custom made for me. It was kind of cool. I uh, DM them and I'm like, hey, listen, do you guys have the blue camo and an XL regular fit, double XL regular fit? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, sweet. And so, yeah, I got one. So it's uh, on the way. I'm going to take it out golfing. I go golfing next week. Um, but yeah. And of course, SeatGeek promo code Belly for, I believe, $40 off your first ticket purchase. Uh, folks, we uh, hope to see you on Thursday. Uh, Mason, welcome back to your regular routine. Go follow Mason at Corner Booth MR on Twitter. And um, I, of course, am Jared, Corner Booth Pod underscore not that PC, according to, uh, according to DJ. And, of course, for myself, Matt, and Mason, we hope you have a great week. We'll see you Thursday for the NBA Finals preview. Featuring Parker Ainsworth, DJ Stewart, and the whole cast of characters. Peace. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.